Nibi is an ex-stockbroker turned healer, medium, intuitive life guidance coach, author of the channel book, The Spirit of Life, and host of The Spirit of Life in Ibiza podcast. And you're out there now. What a beautiful part of the world to be in. Oh, it really is. I just feel so, so blessed to be here and so grateful. We've had quite a lot of rain through the winter, but um, the sun is shining right now. It's just absolutely glorious. Um, yeah, couldn't be more grateful, to be honest. How long have you been there for? I came out in 2019, the summer of 2019, and then I left for Christmas. I uh, was planning to come back early March. Actually, I had to change my flight. So it was before everything kicked off with COVID. I had to change my flight and I had only for like two weeks later to do some work in Glastonbury. I just had such huge resistance to changing my flight. I couldn't understand it. I was like, come on, it's only two weeks later. And then of course, everything with COVID hit and I didn't get back until um, July 2020. I ended up having lockdown in the UK with my mum, which is an interesting one, but also, you know, a really um, great opportunity for us to, to heal our relationship a little bit. So I'm actually very grateful for that. Oh, that's great to be able to spend lockdown with your mum as well, to be able to have that sort of quality time. Yeah, um, I thought, to be honest, I thought it was my worst nightmare, but actually it ended up being, uh, it ended up being better than I thought. <laughs> so can you tell us a bit about how you got into spirituality and how you got to Ibiza and kind of a bit about the background of your story? I used to be a stockbroker. I was a stockbroker for 12 years and I spent four and a half of those years working in Hong Kong. So super, super intense. And yeah, the fun times for a while, but once credit crunch hit, it just got really, really difficult. And my health really took a, a, a real battering, actually. So I ended up being sick for six years and eventually just went into complete burnout. And I was suffering from depression and in a difficult relationship and all kinds of different things going on. And eventually I was just forced to walk away from my career as a stockbroker, which was very difficult because obviously I was used to used to that lifestyle and used to earning a lot of money. Um, but you know, it, it just got, things just got really bad for me. So what felt like the biggest curse at the time actually ended up becoming like the biggest gift that life could have given me. I left Hong Kong and I went traveling in South and Central America for a year. And that was a, a really beautiful year of just growing and, and developing and healing and, and learning. And that really kind of started to, I guess, get me on my spiritual path. Um, but that, you know, that being said, spirituality, it's always been there for me. Like there's always been, there's always been a voice of wisdom buried deep down in my soul, or, like, trying to, trying to guide me or like trying to be heard. I just chose to ignore that for a really, really long time. <laughs> Since I was a kid, I actually, um, I used to see spirit. And when I talk about spirit here, I'm, I'm talking about being able to see people who've passed over from this world into the other. Um, I just I didn't just didn't really understand what it was that I was seeing when I was younger. And then eventually in my early 20s, I started to realize what it was I was seeing. And I did a workshop, um, but I basically just asked in the workshop, how do I make this stop? Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the teacher, he instructed me to, to just to just speak to them and say, you know, tell them that I acknowledge that they were there, but that I needed them to, to leave me alone. And so I did this and I told them that I would open up to them when I was ready. But but now wasn't the time. And I actually blocked them out for around 10 years. Um, wow. and it was, yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. And, and I have to say it's, um, you know, the, shows the intelligence of spirit that when I that when I asked, they listened and they respected 
um, my wishes on that. Um, and so, yeah, it was only when I fo- uh, was forced to walk away from my stockbroking career, which was through, like, as I mentioned, ill health, depression and stress, that I was kind of then finally ready to to reconnect. So when I when I got back to the UK, I enrolled on a mediumship course, um, which was like to teach me, teach me, um, you know, how, how to do the mediumship, but also how to strengthen my ability with both connecting with spirit, but also, um, you know, to connecting with my own intuition as well. So yeah, about a year and a half into my development, I connected with a a highly enlightened being from the spirit world. Um, so not someone's dead grandma. This is actually, you know, a, a highly enlightened, um, yeah, just a highly enlightened spirit being. Uh, and I ended up channeling a, a beautiful book with him uh, called The Spirit of Life. So uh, that's why the, the Spirit of Life in Ibiza is a podcast. So yeah, it was it was the channeling of this book that actually really helped me to compound you know, my my spiritual journey, because it because it really helped me to connect with my own spiritual wisdom and knowing. So I received like an immense amount of, of healing through the channeling of the book. And it's actually really designed to help people to either start or further navigate their own spiritual journey. So, you know, with that being said, it was just a really great way for for me to, to as I say, compound my journey as well. You asked me about Ibiza, I think, and I'd felt to live in Ibiza for about seven years. Um, I've been coming here for 25 years. Um, I'm showing my age there, but yeah, always on the party side of the island. And um, yeah, I really felt I really felt like this was somewhere that I was meant to live. And the first time that I came to Ibiza and wasn't partying it's a few years back now I wasn't partying and I hired a car for the first time obviously normally I was you know wasted in the back of taxis um but uh, yeah I hired a car and I, I got behind the steering wheel of the car and was like oh this feels like home and it was really interesting it was, it was I, I went for a bit of a journey with um giving up partying let's say and when I eventually um or not giving up partying but partying in a healthier way and when I eventually um, stopped drinking, which was two and a half years ago now, um, it was when I when I stopped drinking, it was like, now you can move to Ibiza because I would have just got sucked into the craziness had I have um, moved here previously. But yeah, once I got myself to that, that place of balance, then being in Ibiza opened up for me. And um, yeah, I had absolutely no idea that I wanted to create a podcast. I hadn't even listened to a podcast before. Um, but people just kept telling me that I needed to create one. And I kind of have a bit of a rule of three. If I, if I hear or see something like synchronicity happens three times, I know I've got to take notice of it. And so, yeah, it was said to me on a few occasions. And then my housemate said, oh, if you're looking to be able to work in a more quiet place, there's a place called The Hub in Ibiza, which is like a, a co-working space over here. So um, a friend of mine said, why don't you look at that uh, to go do some of your work in peace and quiet? And the first thing that happened when I when I looked at that was a podcast course came up. So I was like, this wow. is obviously what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah. And so from that, the spirit of life in Ibiza was born. <laughs> That's the story of kind of how you got to Ibiza and where you are. And the background. What a fascinating story as well. If you want to hear more of that story in depth, have a listen to the first series of the podcast. It's just fascinating. What is your take on current events kind of through a spiritual lens? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a good question and a big question. Um, and uh, yeah, whilst it might not seem like it, 
I believe that we now have the opportunity to create a whole new world that's based on love rather than fear. I've held um, the vision of this whole new world since I was a kid. And as soon as lockdown hit, I just knew that this was our opportunity to create it. So, I mean, we can't change the world overnight, right? It's it's a long, deep process, which needs, well, it needs all of us, like each and every one of us to, to journey deep into our, into our own beings, to, to, to do the work that's needed on ourselves, to, you know, to set ourselves free from the deep conditioning of our current world. But when we do that, like we really, um, we really do then have the opportunity to, you know, to be the change that we, that we wish to see. And I think so many of us wish to see a change in this world right now. And, you know, more often than not, um, it, it can take us to really hit rock bottom to, to really start to implement the changes that are needed in our lives. I mean, much like myself, you know, I was pushed to the brink through stress and ill, Ill health and depression. Like I really had to hit, rock bottom um to to then allow the the phoenix uh, you know the phoenix to rise from the ashes of 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 my destruction and you know what i see happening on a collective scale right now um we have to allow old structures to fall away and our old conditioning to fall away and for some of us that will mean hitting rock bottom and the, you know, the gift of change um it's not always easy but what i always say like change only ever comes when it's needed and Boy, does our world need change. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I see what's going on right now as a beautiful gift to, to, to humanity. But I know that there will be many people who really struggle to see the gift through all of the darkness that, you know, we are seeing in our, you know, through current events. Um, but I'm someone who has just always been blessed with the gift of seeing the gift um, through every dark situation, like even my dad's death. Um, you know, I saw I, I saw the gift through that. And um, yeah, I see this gift, gift very clearly now. So I hope, you know, if nothing else, that that may give some people who are struggling right now, like some hope. Absolutely. And I think that's a, a great thing to focus on the positive as well and positive mm-hmm. change that can be, you know, brought in through these sort of dark situations that we find ourselves in. Are you always learning and discovering more about the spiritual realm? Yeah, I mean, I I never stop learning. I never stop growing. Uh, I never stop questioning. Um, yeah, I, I like to you know the journey, the journey of self never ends. But this this is the beauty of life, and we're here to experience ourselves on many levels and in many ways through yeah through many different lenses. And the spiritual realm is one of those lenses. Um, yeah, I've, I've I've always had I've always had an incredibly strong connection to the spiritual realm, um, but as I mentioned earlier, I often dismissed it because you know I just wanted to be normal and to fit in with everyone else and to not be a weirdo. Um, so yeah, it, it took me a really long time to actually find the courage to start my spiritual development into the spiritual realm. But now that I have, yeah, I'll, I'll never look back. And connecting into this realm, it just brings so much beauty and, and wisdom and, and healing and freedom. And um, I mean, it can, be, it can be very challenging at times as well. And, and a lot of the work that I like have to do on myself is actually undoing the damage that was done to my psyche as a child to be a child with these gifts growing up in a world that didn't accept them and therefore didn't accept me. So I had to 
yeah, I had to pretend to like to be someone that that I wasn't, or to to be less than I actually am, or know less than I know. For for a really long time, I had to live behind society's mask, and as many of us do, and it's taken me a really long time to undo some of that. In fact, I'd say it's still a work in progress. <laughs> I think now I just I won't allow myself to be smaller than I am anymore. Um, and if there's yeah, if there's one thing that the listeners at home take from this interview I really hope that it will be for them to to also be or or at least start the journey towards being nothing less than everything that they came here to be because yeah I, I really feel that that we have that taken away from us in our in our current society and a lot of the work that I do is actually to help to re-empower people to be here who they to, to, to be who they came here to be rather than who society tells them to be so if I wanted to start a journey into spirituality, if I was curious about this or, you know, if someone listening thinking, OK, you know, maybe it's like you were saying before with the synchronicity thing where it takes kind of two or well, three, you said, didn't it? Three times of hearing something. Maybe this is someone's third time of hearing about this and they're thinking, ah, OK, and this sort of ears are pricked up a bit. How would they start the journey into spirituality? Is it something you can start yourself or do you have to wait to be kind of called in as it were mm, that's a really another, another really good question and uh yeah I think often people think that the answer like might be quite complicated or complex but in actuality just by asking me that that question you know you or whoever's like listening in right now who's maybe wondering about that question as well are already setting the intention to open up like spiritually so, um, yeah, I mean, watch your space <laughs> for anyone who's listening right now. But um, intention is it's incredibly powerful. And therefore, like ju- just the want or the desire to to open up will actually start, you know, the doors um, start to start to like start like these like doors of magic to open up to help with this journey. Um, I think the trick really is to actually simply to open your eyes to see the doors start to open or to open your eyes to the synchronicities that start to happen around you as, as we mentioned previously um but there's you know there's there's so many ways to walk a spiritual path there's there's no one size fits all to spirituality and just to really reiterate here like to be spiritual it's it, to be spiritual is simply to start the journey towards knowing yourself it's nothing more than that. It's nothing greater than that. There's all these different, um, you know, ideas that people have about being spiritual. But being spiritual is simply allowing yourself to be yourself and going on that journey to knowing yourself. And, you know, you'd be surprised at how many of us don't really know ourselves at all because, you know, we've been so deeply conditioned by a system to be anything but who we actually are. And, you know, when we when we set the intent to start the journey to know ourselves and to heal ourselves and, and to be ourselves, all sorts of different opportunities will literally just start to arise if you if your eyes are open to to those synchronicities. And yeah, it's those synchronicities that then start to lead us on the journey that we personally need to go on because it's so different for everybody. So yeah, as I said, there's there's no one size fits all, but all roads lead to Rome. You just have to want to get there. Well, this is inspiring and fascinating, actually. And I suppose a lot of people may be kind of out of their usual routines at the moment, you know, out of the rat race, if you like. A lot of people working from home and kind of schedules are completely upside down. So maybe 
haven't had a chance to even kind of look in this direction before. So would you say that because of the current situation, some of those doors that you mentioned before are kind of starting to open or becoming more apparent to people at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, I just want to I just want to reiterate that I know, you know, these doors might not be opening or feel like they're opening for everybody right now, because obviously some people will be working from home, whole sc- uh, homeschooling and maybe be more stressed than they've ever been in their whole lives. And uh, yeah, I just really want to acknowledge that. But for a lot of people, um, you know, they've, they've got this opportunity now to there's, there's two hours a day maybe that's freed up from not getting on a tube. If you live in London, yeah. for example, you know, and um, there's you know the the, the gift of, of nature that everybody reconnected back to in lockdown when, you know, that was the only thing anybody could do outdoors. So people reconnected back to nature. And that's a beautiful way to to, to, to reconnect with yourself and, um, you know, to start walking you know the spiritual path that we speak of, because nature nature is wow it's just so inspiring and so grounding and you know we are part of nature and we've forgotten that um and when we reconnect back to that we actually can receive so much clarity you know just through that simple connection with nature and that simple connection of just being by ourselves and being in the stillness um so those gifts have been offered and yeah i know obviously there's people who've been furloughed and all kinds of different things that are happening which is scary for people you know people um you know fearing losing their jobs but what I see happening right now, for me, I truly believe that there are so many new opportunities in the ether for every single person once they are ready to open up to those opportunities. And I really believe one of the things that my books, my book talks about a lot and the podcast does as well is that there's a line in my book that says every one of us has a gift, a gift that will help to heal the rift. And, you know, I, I really believe that we're all born with different gifts and talents and the, the dreams that we hold inside of us, they're the, the, the actual, the true essence of who we are. And the gifts and talents that we hold are the gifts and talents that allow us to fulfill those dreams. But through our societal conditioning, through our schooling systems, all these different things, we're actually taught to be somebody that we're that we're not. We're taught to be good at maths and science and English and our natural gifts and talents often aren't nurtured. So if, if our natural gifts, talents and dreams are the very essence of who we are, then we and if they're not nurtured. We're made to feel like they're not good enough. So it's so the natural essence of who we are aren't good enough. And then we go on these journeys of trying to prove ourselves and do, doing jobs that are like society's money makers. Um, so we've all been following the money for such a long time. And I think that we now, you know, have the opportunity to to really look at what our what our dreams are, because even, you know, following the money, those those jobs that used to be safe, they're not safe now for anybody. So I just think, wouldn't you rather take the risk in following your own dreams and doing something for yourself rather than following, you know, uh, working, working like a dog in the rat race to, to, to support somebody else's dream. And again, I want to acknowledge, I know that that's not necessarily a leap of faith that everybody's in a position to take right now. People have families to support and I completely appreciate all that. Um, but these things are starting to trickle in for people. And the more that those who are in a position to do this, or, or, you know, go ahead and follow those dreams and, and create it, that actually starts to shift something energetically in the um, in the collective consciousness. So, yeah, I really feel these opportunities uh, are out there right now for people just to start start walking a different path and to, to reconnect back to their own selves, their own souls, um, the journeys that they want to follow, the person that they came here to be, and to really just re-inspire themselves to connect with those gifts and passions and follow the dreams that they were born with. 
You were mentioning before how we can create our world uh, and a new world out of the current situation. Second series of the podcast is actually called A Whole New World. Uh, and if anybody wants to kind of dive deeper into this subject, you can listen to the podcast. Have a search wherever you get your podcast from, or you can go to Nivy's website, which is thespiritoflifeinabitha.com. And there you will find all the podcasts on there. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.